up, guys? Welcome back to Sit Down with Sid podcast. This is episode number 28, and I have a good friend with me, Wayne Elporti. And we're going to talk about today anabolic steroids in bodybuilding, which is uh, a topic that's not spoken about, you know, openly in public or on, on such channels. So that being said, Wayne, thanks so much for joining me again. It's always a pleasure to have you here. Thanks, Sid. Uh... I've been keeping up to date on all your other guests and uh, you're doing real good, spreading the good, the good word with uh, everybody and every guest you have on, like you said, uh, a different uh, opinion and a different person all the time and uh, brings us all together. We all have a lot to learn from each other. And uh, thanks for having me on, brother. I appreciate it. You're my man. Anytime, anytime, man. So, man, I want to talk about, you know, as I said, you know, the reason we, we decided to do this is because, you know, this is a topic, um, you know, that's like very true to the bodybuilding industry, you know, but very few people and channels talk about it. And I think it's important for um, upcoming kids, you know, who want to get into this industry to be guided the right way, you know. Absolutely. So, so, so let me ask you, Wayne, so, so what do you think is the overall perception from your point of view about anabolic steroids and bodybuilding, uh, just in general. In general, yeah. The the misinformation is that it's is that it's the be all end all, and it's really not. Uh, it's it's just one component of the health and fitness lifestyle in general and it is a it is a big component in professional bodybuilding uh we know that as far as professional sports i don't know but you can see it has filtered through for very good reason uh that that's the misconception that i see is the misinformation about it the non-education about it and really not not going about it the right way uh and again like we're talking about a controversial thing uh i don't think there's enough guys out there and people out there today said that get into a scientific basis basis of it there are many of us that have done it you wouldn't have me on if i didn't say i didn't do them and, and don't know about them obviously but we do have a lot of the bro channels on now to the guys that you and I follow who we love. I'm not going to throw out there because that's where I learn. Also, maybe I don't learn from them, but I learned where to go to get more information that they brought out a great question. Uh, but I'm all scientific based right to the medical journals, right to the scientific truth. And there's where we're missing the whole, whole gamut. What, why we haven't hit that yet is like going from a to D or a to L. Until you have that down and understand it, even even the medical uh, community said doesn't get it yet. But they're the ones who invented it in the nineteen thirty in nineteen thirty five, in the nineteen fifties. So it's still it's not read and educated the right way, like you said. If you read it scientifically the right way, it's the same thing as if you put gas in your car. How much is per gallon? It's a number. If you put this substance in you, what does it do? If you put that diet in you, what does it do? If you put this in, so like you said, yeah, there's just misinformation. That's all it is, misinformation. 
Do you think, so, so let me ask you, do you think one of the reasons can be every, like, I know people who are not certified in nutrition and they are coaching people, giving them nutrition, supplementation, uh, especially on anabolics. And uh, the saddest part is that everyone believes them. Like they're not certified. They're not, as I said, you know, uh, I personally feel that can be the reason. What do you think? One reason, Sid. One, the biggest reason, yes. Yes. But what's happening, isn't it? Like uh, we have talked many, all you know, there are so many more people involved that want to get in shape. Mm-hmm. So there's so many more people, like you said, exploiting it. Uh, quick example. I saw on TV today, I'm not going to say, you got the commercial, the guy's jumping around, motivating everybody, best trainer in the world. You look behind him, everybody's in shape. Mm-hmm. Okay. With all due respect, I'm, I, 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 that'll kill me if I tried that. <laughs> and I'm in shape. You see what I'm saying? So it's a, it's a, it's a misled information, not how to get to from A to B to C to D. Yes, absolutely. So, so let me ask you, when So I want to, I want to get into the topic now. So, for example, if a 20 year old kid or a 19 year old kid wants to get into this industry, and of course, it's not recommended to use enhancing drugs at that age. But for, say, anyone starting at 23, 24, what do you think are the few basic components that are safe and should be taken by these people to gain muscle, you know, strength, etc.? First, what they, what they should do, obviously, is, is get to an avenue of, of information they trust. Mm-hmm. Correct, Sid? Okay. Mm-hmm. Then you got your basics what is I want to do is I want to do a performance enhancing drug. I want to do a steroid. Let me look up what steroids there are. Testosterones, right? Testosterone's in the body. The male body produces it through its three glands in, in, in your lower body and your testicles, your prostate and all of that stuff. You know, we can get into all of that if you want, but that's what makes your semen and your, your testosterone testicles make your testosterone, which over time it depletes itself. With a young kid, does he really need it? No. Are they there? Yes. Testosterone, sipinate, enanthate, propanate, sustenine, the combinations, uh, whatever other new ones they came out with and come out with. Uh, D-ball is right, the oral testosterone from what I've just read, uh, heard and understood over the last year from the pros. Uh, so again, silly, right? So there's a question. Everyone's doing D-ball and testosterone together. It's like putting test on top of test. Do another yeah, substance instead of that. But but see, why don't you break it down? So for example, if as I said, if let's break it down in three tiers, you know, let's do beginner cycle, let's do uh, intermediate cycle, and let's do advanced cycle. So of course, who is starting? So so once again, give the basic components that the beginner should do and why, and then we will go to intermediate, and then we'll go to advanced someone who has already done it for a couple of years. So, so let's start, as you said, testosterone is the base, right? Base. It's the base. Base. Whatever one you're going to do, long-lasting long in anthate, quick-acting sipinate, mm-hmm. uh, real quick-acting propanate, moderate here, there, everywhere, sustenon. 
uh, every seven days, right, Sid, a CC, 10 to 12 weeks, see what happens then. And that's all you should take. And do they that's need to take something, something else? Or you would just recommend just a shot of test every seven to 10 days? That's all I would do. A basic beginner, if I had it to do over again, and that's probably what I did. Can't remember mm -hmm. 25 years ago. Yes, but I remember I was coached by Mr. America, mm -hmm. professional football coach, uh, uh, trainer. Uh, Lou Perillo. Look him up, everybody. Lou Perillo, okay? I said, Wayne, just start with this. Basic. Learn how to squat mm -hmm. first. CC a week, mm -hmm. no more than 12 weeks of, of I would say, an anthate, right? I said, Sipinate's going to hit you a little bit harder, okay? You may have some side effects being that young uh, with the uh, gynecomastia and your body's still getting used to itself. But what, sometimes 16, 17, 18, 20, 25 year olds. Mm -hmm. uh, I, st I would start with Dempsey and just train. Basic Pretty testosterone, much. learn about what you're doing, see how you feel, 12 weeks, right? And then go off for a while. See how your body responds then. Then you'll know how the body really worked when it was on it. So how many cycles do you recommend? So if you're recommending 12-week cycle uh, to a, a beginner, would you recommend 12 weeks on, eight weeks off, 12 weeks on, eight weeks off? Would you recommend two to three cycles a year for someone who is a beginner? 12 on, 12 off. Oh, so you're going 12 on, 12 off. So that I will be for, pretty for much a, Yeah. Yeah, for or or Sid or see, I don't think eight gives you enough of a a, a graph. Mm -hmm. Sipping eight, yeah, and and fate, yeah. Propane. Sorry, we, we, we lost you there. So so let's go back. So you said uh, you were talking about something about eight weeks. The reason I mentioned eight weeks is, correct me if I'm wrong, usually a test, siponate or enanthate takes eight weeks to clear the uh, receptors of the body. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, you're correct. You're correct. It, it, you know what? Even, even longer too, Sid. Could, it could take even 12 weeks to get fine or, or 14 or 16, half a year. You never know. Mm -hmm. But I was just going back you know i would if it was me to do again i would do a 12-week cycle of a cc a week mm -hmm. of an anthate or sipinate once a week alternate cheek sides mm -hmm. knowing how to train i'd be complete you'd be completely there that's how to do it mm -hmm. and then you go off you could do eight weeks you could do an eight week with a sipinate because it'll hit a little bit or sustain on I like a 12-week within an anthate. It's much more mild on you. Uh, okay. You're probably not going to run into it, a lot of the water retention and the uh, gynecomastia stuff and the aggressiveness. Mm -hmm. With the propanate, sustenon, and sipanate, you might. But So it's anywhere between 8 and 12, yes, Sid. But then I would take time off. Okay. I definitely would take time off if I knew if, if to do it again. So that my advice is 8 to 12-week, CC a week, mm -hmm. your choice sustenon, sipinate, and anthate, and go from there. Then take some time off. 12, so, I, I would say 10 to 12 week off. Okay. Imagine, so imagine. now, 
Okay, so now what about if an intermediate, someone who has done a cycle for a year, approaches you and says, you know what, I want to do a cycle. So like, what would you add now? Of course, the base was always stays testosterone, no matter what. So now for an intermediate, what is the second component you would like to add? And why would you recommend that? Let's do a bulking cycle. For example, if, if someone wants to gain muscle. So give me that scenario, and then we'll talk about the cutting. So let's start with an intermediate bulking cycle, testosterone the base, what else would you add? Probably up your testosterone, right? So go from a CC to a CC and a half, or uh, every five days shots now. Okay. Throw in more frequency shots, Sid. Okay. Okay, so you're not killing your, your butt. Uh, and then we're, we're, we're going to add another compound. You're going to add an oral, okay? Uh, if you're off the shots and going with a, uh, an anadrol and a D-ball, right, that's going to take the place of your testosterone. So it's going to be a testosterone, uh, anadrol, D-ball. Sid, I'd like to throw in Anavar. Anivar on top of that for a, for a beginning moderate person that's a second after a year usage at, that is where I would go Sid I would complete uh, the testosterone continue to testosterone base but I would start I would now go into an anadrol or a D ball right probably a D ball probably a D ball and again and the then, cycle for eight weeks and then yes and then again clean for a week and then go to an anadrol. Okay, so switch it up. Yes. And then throw in, I mean, you could do, when you start getting advanced, then you get a little bit farther into, and farther end to the intermediate, right, Sid? Do, do, do a 50 milligram of anadrol and, and 20, 20 milligrams of anavar and see what happens. So, so let me be very clear so people understand you because we are throwing a lot of things out there. So I'm going to backtrack. So for an intermediate, you said, a basic testosterone, you can add an anivar on an added roll. You know, you do that for eight weeks, eight to 10 weeks. And you said to bump up the frequency to say one and a half cc a week, or you can do one cc every five days. Am Perfect. I correct? Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. Now, now we go to the advanced, someone who has been doing this for a couple of years. So now you are saying to do the base as testosterone, which can be enanthate, sepanate. Or, or sustenon itself, and then you're saying to add their uh, anadrol 50 mg a day, correct? So everyone gets it right. So we got our base of just testosterone for a mm -hmm. year, on, off, mm -hmm. bing, bam, CC, learning, everything like that. The next would be the testosterone, and I would add an, I would add an, add an oral. Okay. And that, that orals definitely would be a D-ball or an anadrol. Because we want to get big, we want to put size on, we want to eat, okay. And the only other compound that I would do would be would would be an anavar. So I wouldn't go any farther past those four. And again, if I'm throwing the anadrol in, said, I'm getting off the shots. So it's just going to be the anadrol and maybe anavar, or it's just going to be the 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 the, the D ball and the anavar, or it's just going to be loading up on the test going with more frequent tests 
-hmm. maybe two cc's a week said i'm good with mm -hmm. that cc cc mm -hmm. every five days and mm -hmm. then 20 milligrams of anivar mm -hmm. that's a moderate up there you're 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 doing we lost you there so you right. said uh so so pretty much you said to do the anadrol and then uh so, so so let's talk about i want people to understand um the pct which is the post cycle therapy right mm -hmm. which is which is very important so first of all i want you to explain this to the people watching this to the kids who are listening to this what is the pct and why is it so important why one must pay attention to a pct post cycle therapy one one is if you're taking a lot of gear yeah if if you're taking a lot of gear obviously it's going to affect your whole body it's going to affect your 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 endocrine system your brain your secretions your hormones it's going to shut you down somewhere along the line mm -hmm. and you're going to need a refractory period as they will call it or a recovery period to get that that generator up and running again mm -hmm. here's the funny part about it sid Mm -hmm. I don't believe in them if you're doing very low and moderate cycles. I don't use them at all. And I never did. That's me. I've never had a problem. Now, are you saying that I've used some Novadex and some Letrozole and things like that? I've tried those things. Yes, but I never used it as a PTC. But the importance Piece of the of PTC is if you're shutting your system down, and you want it to come back in a relatively more healthy and quicker way, you're going to have to do some post-cycle therapy stuff, which are your other drugs that counteract what you did to your system already, unnaturally. So, so I want you to explain it to people that if someone uses a heavy gear, uh, for example, heavy testosterone, it actually shuts down the production of natural testosterone in the body. Correct. So you do a post-cycle therapy such as Nolvodex, uh, Proviron, Arimidex to yes. kickstart that natural testosterone uh, system in your body, correct? Yes. Uh, you, you probably would start that. I heard uh, the next day you stop or even a week or two before you stop your cycle. Mm -hmm. So it has a chance to start. Yes. HCG, right? Said HCG. Uh, fertility drug for women or guys were taken to help them get their gear back in uh, your, you know, back in shape, their, their mm -hmm. system back in shape. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even myself, unless you're really going at it, a lot of testosterone, a lot of everything. And then all of a sudden go cold Turkey. Mm -hmm. You go, if you're on a lot of gear and go cold Turkey, you're definitely going to need help. Mm -hmm. Not only down there, you're going to need help here. Uh, but something low, Sid, 20, 20, a shot of C a CC and ethanate a week for mm -hmm. 12 weeks, you should be able to rebound from that pretty quickly. Uh, even, even an 18 year old, I would, if he, if he did that, I think there should be no problem. Uh, if he did 20 milligrams of D ball, I don't think there would be a problem, Sid. I think they would be aggressive. Yes, but I don't think the, P, the PTC is probably more aligned for me and you if we really needed it uh, because it does, like you said, it will. And the benefit is it will help your system regenerate itself from the damage mm -hmm. and help recover that you have done to it and you have done damage. Yes. Does that make okay. sense? Is that the answer you wanted to? 
no, pretty much I want people to understand why, what is PCT and why one must do it. Uh, because a lot of times, uh, you know, it's very, uh, it's a very important component of a anabolic cycle. You know, people think that just doing a cycle for eight to 10 weeks is the main cycle, but the yeah. PCT is as important as doing a cycle because once again, you want to counter effect the negative effects of an anabolic cycle on your body, right? The, est the estrogen levels, the, the yes. absolutely, the testosterone shutting itself completely down, how to get it to learn, turn its back on, self on and work with the other two vessels to create your, your semen. Your, absolutely. So yeah, that's the important end of it. Uh, but it will generate mm -hmm. itself over time if you don't abuse okay. the steroid like altogether. But when you do and your system's not going to work right, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. The same is if doing a heavy cycle, you, you better be on blood pressure medication too. You got to have a counterbalance. Yes, Sid, absolutely. So it's, it's for some, it's recommended. Maybe 10% of us like myself don't need it uh, and don't do it. But, you know, I have, and it's worked, it's helped. Uh, and that's the really thing is it gets your system back from the damage you've done because you're basically shutting yourself down. Okay, so so I just, before I, we move on to the uh, psychological effects of anabolics, you know, I, I want us to recap one more time for people so they understand because our connection was breaking. Okay. So we started with, uh, we broke down into beginner, intermediate, and advanced. So for a beginner, you recommended, suggested a shot of test, basic, and then take siponate or sestanon for eight to 10 weeks, followed by eight to 10 weeks off and going back again on the cycle. Okay. Yep. For intermediate, you said was to add on uh, oral supply, oral anabolic, such as anivore, uh, D-bol, and you yep. also suggested uh, anidrol. Yep. Uh, same thing, eight to 10 weeks. But Correct me if I'm wrong. I would recommend a PCD cycle with an oral anabolic such as D-ball, Anadrol, um, and Anivar, especially Anadrol because Anadrol is usually 50 mg and is highly toxic to the liver. You can you should not do more than six to eight weeks. Yeah, you could throw in your your PTC. You could throw you could PCD. probably do your Proviron and your Novadex, uh, right, and your Letrozole and all your estrogen blockers throughout that cycle too said yeah yeah you could even do your ptc throughout it there's okay, a good okay. point Sid. absolutely yeah there's a good point and then when we went to the advanced stage same thing suggested testosterone but upping up the dosage you can do one and a half cc or you can do two cc every seven to ten days so yeah. and then you're saying once again add in anadrol uh, we didn't touch talk about tacodurablin you know which is one of the most uh i would say used substances everyone those two are are the are the, are the most powerful but uh a lot of guys again got to know how to use that you get into the you we got a lot of side effects from deca but you got a lot of great advantages too uh yes you do that there's a good point said instead of instead of doing testosterone shots do deca and throw an anadrol on Boom. That's okay. a beginning cycle, okay. right? 
that's a that's a great beginning cycle. So you're doing testosterone and something else, uh, going to get good results. Uh, but uh, yeah, Deca Deca's. Uh, you know what, too, Sid? With the Deca not to get in, I think Deca's almost in a whole class by itself because that's the drug that they made for the prisoners of war when they came back. Mm -hmm. They gave our prisoners of wars in, in over overseas a cc or more of DECA in testosterone, whatever base it was, per week. Mm -hmm. And they became eating food again because they were emaciated from fighting our wars. Yes, DECA was the one. I'm, I'm, one of DECA was the biggest one. So, okay. uh, but it's kind of forgotten, hasn't it, Sid? We, just, we didn't forget it. But everything now is, uh, what is it? Testosterone. Um, what we wanted to talk basic testosterone. Anadrols, D-balls, Anavars. Those are good. Those are your basic stuff, right? Major one here. But now everyone's the trend, the clambuterol, the stimulants, the blank, the blank, the blank. That you're right, that they forgot about what you're saying. If we're going to do this, what about the PTC? Mm -hmm. Perfect point, Sid. Go from A to B to C to boom, right? Bench, deadlift, squat, or whatever. You're right. Absolutely, mm -hmm. my friend. So, so, so let's talk about the psychological effects of anabolic. So, 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 so tell our audience a little bit about what are some of these psychological effects of uh, anabolics on a human being. Based my experience and from my observation, I got to judge sure. and I got to give myself an opinion too. Sure. Based on me, my experience, so how it affects me, you're more intense, you're more aggressive, mm -hmm. uh, you're more emotional. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're spiritual, like I am, you're more emotional. Uh, so I had to learn coping mechanisms. Okay. Working out is a coping mechanism for me. Correct. So I now understand more psychology that there's nothing really wrong here. That's mm -hmm. how I'm releasing myself. Okay. Okay. In that aspect, other aspects, you get someone who can't get that balanced yet. I'm fortunate and blessed mm -hmm. that they're going to get road rage. It's going to amp up their condition that they already have in them. They're already pissed off at something. They may be. They may have okay. a bad day. Uh, there are 285 pounds and something went wrong. I mean, unless you're balanced here, which means emotionally, spiritually, financially, relationship, job, whatever, you're, you go into a drug, you're going to have something psychologically go wrong with you. Okay? Yeah, but don't now, they say that's what they do? They kind of you know, kind of move your chemicals around. And that's, that's why. What, yep. That's right. what they're saying now, right? Said no, neurotoxicity. You're finding more and more journals come out with, a, and thank you for trend blown for that. That's why that one, like I said, you know, when you got your mind in the right place and you want to train and you want to, you're a pro. I see exactly what they say about testosterone and trend Sid. You're laser focused, get out of the way, my job. And if you know how to handle the balance after that, your life is great. So 
And psychologically, think about it, you're on drugs, correct? It's yes. affecting, like you just said, Sid, your liver, your bladder, your blood pressure, uh, your skin color. Your, uh, and believe me, you get red. Uh, your appetite. Some of them suppress your appetite. Your stomach hurts. You're, you, you've been grumpy all day. If you don't eat, once again, so once again, it brings back to the point: a PCT is important to balance these hormonal imbalance. Am I get get, the, get them get them? All, yes, if you need that stuff, you better get on it. So I would do it during, like you said, those made made me go back and think. I would do it during the whole thing then too, and continue it. Okay, like you like you said, right? Let's do a little proviron and this and that during the thing, and then continue that. Excellent point, Sid. Excellent point. For the eight weeks or whatever, do your do your PTC. If, okay, if, so yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, but but psychologically, if you're not ready for the ball game, you're going to have issues. I could see it when you know I run the front desk at Retro, right? And I go to other gyms and work out. I can spot it a mile away. Sit, I'm 57. I've been doing it for 40 years, more, 45. I can see what people are doing. What, how they are is that when they're when they're when they're running something up my back and saying they're not on anything i'm like come on dude you break <laughs> oh, what, what are we talking to we're not gonna must i'm older than dirt here and uh that's psychologically too the the, the denial which they shouldn't deny mm -hmm. again they're getting wrong information so they're denying but dude i'm finding <laughs> It is the most powerful drug you'll ever do in your life that can basically continue to have you be in life, mm -hmm. right, Sid, as, as opposed to an opiate or another type of an addiction. Does that make sense? Yeah. Bodybuilders can go to work. Guys that are jacked up crazy can be working on Wall Street. You're an opioid, you're not an opioid or something like that. You guys got all the different issues. And I, you know, that's a whole different problem. Steroids are a whole different ball game. That, that mental aspect is probably the biggest part of it. If you're aggressive, you're going to get more aggressive. If you're nasty, you're going to get more nasty. If you're a humbled person, you may become more humbled and, and like the uh, uh, knowing where you are at peace already in life. Yeah. But so then I'm going to throw a very, very tough question on you to yeah. you. Answer me. So, I mean, after talking about all of this, do you still recommend, I mean, once again, this is a part of sport of bodybuilding. You know, they, it's just, as I said, it's not publicly spoken, but that's the truth. Do you still recommend or would suggest someone to do this or go natural? So, 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 so let, me, let me backtrack my question. I got the answer. Um, from... A competitive point of view so there are two kinds of people one who just wants to look athletic just wants to look good at the gym and feel good second one is someone who wants to take bodybuilding or pursue bodybuilding as a career so now i want you to answer both parts of the same question let's start with someone who does not want to compete who just wants to look good lift weight what is your suggestion what is your recommendation Should they or should they not? Not in the beginning. I don't discourage it, but not in the beginning. If they do in the beginning, stick to what you and I said. The basics, don't go off the basics until you learn everything. In the beginning, you better know how to lift the right way. 
you better have built a basis and you better have at least an understanding of what nutrition is or what, you know what, you better know what bad nutrition is. How let's put that said, <laughs> you better know how to lift the right way and you better know how to eat the right way before you even venture into a, uh, a bang or a C4, a stimulant. No, I would, and after a couple of years, then I would say, if that's what you want to do and you just want to look good, Beam on it. We go down the route with someone, like a coach like myself. This is okay. Here's what you do. You have to mm -hmm. trust me. I just want you on this. We'll go from there. We'll set up the next. We'll do your PTC after. Or do these things. Perfect. That's it. And do That's you recommend? It. Do you? What do you think is a right age? It's very important because uh, I have seen kids who are 18, 17 year old who have their hands on the gear, which is. I, once again, it's not, you know, I mean, I started when I was, I started my first cycle when I was 30. So, you know. Yeah, I started uh, mine at 26, but I was, I was studying and reading around 12 years old. Like I said, Sid, I don't care what age limit. Yeah. Like what's, what's the right age. So for example, if someone says, you know what, I want to do this. Uh, would you suggest like between 22, 24, would you suggest not doing it before 21 that's what i want for you to be very like kind of specific in terms of just range. to be in the bodybuilding career or in general an athlete said we're talking about just general we, we haven't even gone to the bodybuilding side yet. In, in general if you're a yes. high-end athlete and you're a big kid a strong kid that's got a, a scholarship to ohio state university you're mm -hmm. doing it when you're 17 18 years old Okay. Point blank. And he's probably, and he's probably got a real good coach behind him. All right. I got no problem with that. If you're a nobody with all due respect, just a person go through college, got the good grade, family, snap. Hey, I'm getting in shape. I've been overweight. My whole life. 25 said 26. I would say 26. So, so you are saying say someone 26. who wants to. Okay. So you're saying, let me recap this. So you're saying someone who is not pursuing bodybuilding as a career, 25, 26, but someone who wants to pursue bodybuilding as a career, 18, 19, but with the guidance of a coach. Oh, absolutely. If you want to be a bodybuilder, professional athlete at 18, and you know what direction you're going, you better get some help and study like you and I have. And even and learn from us and get to a better people. Yes, get to the good guys if you want that. Beyond okay. that, 26 would be, you should be... Uh, smart enough to know uh, what you want to do and how you want to do it. I have no problem with that. So definitely at 32, 26 to 32 is a good range. Cause after okay. 32, your testosterone starts going down naturally as a man anyway. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about diuretics. You know, the reason I'm bringing up diuretics is, you know, the recent deaths of uh, uh, rest in peace, George Peterson, you know, who was supposed to compete at 212. Uh, uh, physique class, uh, and he Is passed classic? classic. Sorry, and he passed the day before uh, the prejudging. Uh, once again, there is a lot of information out that it was diuretics and whatnot. Uh, but once again, nothing is confirmed. So I just want to make sure we are just talking based on the information we have. You know, uh, listening from some trusted resources that we follow. So, so. Diuretics. Now, do you think that diuretics are very dangerous and one should 
absolutely be administered while taking a diuretic? They're absolutely dangerous. Mm -hmm. They're more dangerous to bodybuilders than anything. They're abused. They're not used the right way. Uh, mm -hmm. Abused. And it obviously has to have some type of link mm -hmm. to why some of the bodybuilders are passing away and have passed away, Sid. Mm -hmm. That being said, I don't think it is the complete picture, mm -hmm. uh, whether they had underlying conditions, whether they're too big, you know, a 300 pound may and your, your heart's going to grow. That left ventricle is a muscle. It's going to grow big. Uh, all of the stimulants, right? The diuretic, the stimulants that, that should, those things do bother me the most because you don't need them. You're right. They don't, you don't need them. Now you're a professional. I don't know enough what some of the, the pro coaches, even that you and I know that, that some of the guys, you know, that we would suggest the ones that you, the gyms you frequent and the guys I know, mm -hmm. obviously they know about them, the insulin, all of that. Diuretics are, you don't need it unless you're a professional bodybuilder and they have even now overdone it a little bit. Mm -hmm. because diuretics from what i understand the correct ones if you know that if you have to take it for more than a day mm -hmm. and it didn't do its job you didn't do your job with your nutrition and you're trying to catch up it's like drinking a six-pack when you're already drunk after a, a beer okay you're doomed does that make sense that's what if something went wrong over the last two weeks that you're going to take a diuretic, high, high, high dosages for, for eight days before a show. They're not made for that. Especially in bodybuilding, when you got 2% body fat, you're, you're asking for death. Yes. They're misused or abused. They don't need them. Now you go to have these, everyone taking them to sit why drives me crazy. It's in C4. It's in Broken Arrow. It's in uh, all these stimulant drinks that I sell at Retro Fitness that everybody comes in for. Really? I try, to, I try to educate. Do you realize that C was a C4 has three cups of coffee in it or more? Yeah. Broken arrow has five, I think 400 milligrams. And then there's four other stimulants in it that open up the blood and make me go like this. Right now I'm on a ton of gear, which you don't know what you're doing mm -hmm. and you're 18 years old and your head's not right. You in trouble. Right. That's deadly. Now, if it's killing pros, and we don't know whether it is, Sid, uh, George Peterson's autopsy report, Sid, on RX Muscle, giving them a plug for everyone that's really interested in what I'm saying, RX Muscle, Dave, go to him and read the report, and you can get the report. The man was the healthiest guy you ever met. They found nothing wrong, Sid. How'd he die? Aneurysm, correct? Something like that. Obviously, the culmination. Or did he? Did someone miss something and he had an embolism and a heart attack? Which they're thinking now. Sid, his blood, his liver, his testosterone, his free testosterone, everything was beautiful. The kidney, the creatine. So, so Dave Palumbo's out there false. No, he's not. That's what they said. So again, they found no stimulants in him, Sid. 
but we know what they do. They are deadly. Oh, I stay away from them. Yeah, you're silly. If you need a stimulant, unless you're a professional professional and you're going up for $400,000 on Olympia stage, you're silly for doing it. Back to what we were saying. Unless you're going to be a pro, you're silly for doing big stacks. Do the little things like I was talking about today. One here, one there, take weeks off, add this, add that. You'll live a healthy life, eat right, do your PTCs, yes. If you feel something wrong, get help. You'll have no issues, but be right. That's Got it. So the, stim hey, the stimulants are worse than, the yes. So the stimulants are worse than the steroids. They come in, they come in, Sid, and they loading up Jack 3D, extend BCAAs, branched-chain amino acids over here with another stimulant, a fat burner in it, and I'm making it, and I'm selling it for, for, for $8.50, making my boss money. And I know if I drank that thing, my heart would explode. Yeah, but, but we don't want to talk about that because now you're getting into the supplement industry and we don't yes. want to accuse anyone. So I, I don't want to include this. Okay. Our, our conversation was diuretics. Uh, we don't want to talk about coffee stimulants. Uh, we're talking about diuretics itself, which you mentioned, you know, is very dangerous. So I want to stay to the topic and not get into like, you know, we don't want like any issues with any supplement companies uh, because we don't, as I said, you know, we don't want to put any claims that is not true or true because we don't have the scientific study on that. Right. So uh, last question I want to ask you is the, the importance of blood work. This is the last topic I want to discuss. You know, how often do you recommend one should do it and why do these kids or these athletes ignore it? You know, They don't want it. It's not in their. It's not in their on their mind, Sid. When you're a young man, it's not on your mind. You're in, you're invincible. You feel good. Why would I think there's something wrong with my artery or my heart? Mm -hmm. Why would I think my blood's getting thicker from all the uh, red blood cells and the the thickening of the steroids? Why would I think that if I'm eating Burger King and I'm getting bigger and I feel great and I'm squatting 500 pounds? So to them, it's not necessary. Mm -hmm. uh, to do it the right way mm -hmm. is as a young man, have a blood test every year, go to your doctor and get a quick little physical every year. It's just a blood test. Mm -hmm. And you go from there. As you hit 30, we start getting other things. As you hit 40, you start getting into other things. Uh, I get mine done twice a year. Mm -hmm. If I need it farther, I do that. I actually got my colonoscopy lined up for another month and a half. I had my eyes done last year. I get my teeth done at least twice a year. Uh, that's an indicator. Uh, so blood work is going to give you a good baseline on where your numbers are. And if they start jumping around, then, then, then you'll really know. Then you'll really know. Uh, younger so, so, kids, you, that, mm -hmm. so, so you suggest once a year, everyone should go. Yeah, whether, whether, you are, whether you are on anything or not on anything, even just an average health, per, just an average person said that wants to just exercise, work out, wants to do their best, an average person, human, should get a blood test every year to see where the levels are. Mm -hmm. uh, and then whenever the time dictate, dictates to get the, the colonoscopy, the x-rays for your teeth, the, the mm -hmm. ultrasound on your bladder, the pros, your prostate, uh, your thyroid, uh, your, your, you know, if you, if you can, you're fortunate enough to have insurance, 
do those things. And it really goes a long way mm-hmm. because then you have baselines and you have a, a puzzle to put together. That's easier if you do get sick and run into a factor genetically that you're predisposed to in your life. Yeah. Big time. Okay. 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 Uh, last thing from your end, if you want to say anything to, to the kids, to the people who will be watching this podcast, like, uh, you know, go ahead. You know, I give you the closing uh, statement here. Just like back in the bedding, just, just like I said, just be conscious of what you're it, more than ever. You have to be more conscious of what we're putting into our bodies. Mm-hmm. Just read and study. Like you said, I don't, we don't want to throw anybody out there. Mm-hmm. We're all here. We're, we are an industry. We're all in this industry for the, for the health of the industry and the health of people too. We're advocates. Right. We love fitness. That's why we talk things. We talk real. Mm-hmm. So just, just educate yourself. Mm-hmm. Get to a person that get, real quick said, here's the best type of coach you want. I would think it would be me mm-hmm. because I'm trying to give you the best advice. And if you walk out my door and pay someone else, that's fine. I just want to let you, you gave me the opportunity to try to help you, which is a pat on my back that I somehow reached and, and whatever got us together. Right. So, so you have to really educate. I wish I did a little bit more education myself. Uh, it's not like I did not educate myself or listen to the right people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it takes a long time to you, for you to figure it out. Don't be in a rush. Give it four or five years. If you just started lifting, give it a while. Learn how to diet. The diet changes every year. The vitamins change every year. The supplements mm-hmm. change every year. Your training changes every year. Your body changes every year. Mm-hmm. Go slow. Get with the right people to get there. Believe me, guys, there's coaches out there that are very feasible. All right? Not every personal trainer asks you for $150 an hour. Right? Or $100 a half hour. Get with them, build a relationship with someone you trust, someone's going to guide you, someone that you could go home and say, hey, my coach said this. Oh, he's spot on. Some research is about that. Yeah, it's good. That's going to motivate the person, right, to Sid. They're going to be like, hey, I'm getting good information. So it's really got to get in front of positive people, which is very hard to do, but it is easy to do. If we're finding the wrong people, you could find the right people to help you in your path and your journey. Uh we're out there. We know what we're doing. We know how to train. We love to train. And if we don't know what we're talking about, okay, we'll send you to somebody that really does. That could help That's, you farther than, than what we can. And, and also I want, I want people to uh, put their questions in the comments of this video. So uh, myself and Wayne can get back to you. You know, we will respond to all comments so any questions you have guys throw it in the comment section and and once again myself or win will be responding to them directly uh, on the video and uh uh win i want to thank you so much for coming um and talking about this topic because you know this was a very important topic which had to be discussed and and we can also do if there is more requests from the audience to go like in depth details of certain components they want to understand we can do a video about those components in detail, uh, you know, as, as I said, based on the requests that we get. So let's keep an eye on the comments and, you know, let's, let's post our answers and, and 
try to do what we can, you know, for the uh, for the best and for the good health for everyone else. Absolutely. So one one last thing, like to get back, I like sure. what you said. Uh, listen, I'm not an, I don't know it all. And like you said, Sid said with the comments, if there's something that uh, maybe I confused you on or you had another question on, get back to us. I'll cl I will clarify it. I know I get excited, but uh, you know, it's my passion to help. And you don't find that a lot in the industry. You also have people just like you said, sometimes just misinformation. So we yeah, because we went over guys. so many things, right? Yes. Yeah. Love to hear from you guys. This is all we do. This is all I do. That's why Sid got me on. I do this all day. And I just love helping people. So you need to help reach out to us and uh, definitely look forward to doing this again with Sid and uh, helping many more of our, our, our fitness friends. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate your time. And uh, let's respond to the comments we get. No problem, Sid. You have a great day, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Train on, Same buddy. You. Same to you. Bye-bye. All right, Take brother. Bye-bye.